Yes, we say good afternoon for our Tuesday and we welcome along uh, Peter Mullen. Hello, Peter. How are you today? Oh, well, thanks, Dave. How are you? This is a great one today because it's something a lot of people are really wrestling with this issue and we're actually inviting them, if they've got any calls on this topic, to give us a call, 49216216, and that's the thyroid. That's right, Dave. So today we're going to be talking about five signs that you might have an underactive thyroid. What is the big issues with the thyroid? Well, Dave, when, um, when I first started practice... Um, some 25 years ago, uh, thyroid wasn't something that, you know, you regularly came across thyroid disorders. And probably in the last four or five years, it's something that, you know, of the so many new patients that we'd see every week, a proportion of them would be on thyroid hormone replacement and or be th- in the process of being diagnosed as having an underactive thyroid. What can we attribute this to that we're having so many concerns with this in these recent days? Well, uh, I think there's a number of reasons. Like, um, our current diet and lifestyle, we always think about that. And um, things like um, um, fluoride, uh, chlorine in the waterways, they they compete with iodine receptors and thyroid receptors in the body. So um, things like our water supply can interfere with thyroid function. Uh, viruses, you know, the Epstein-Barr virus, we spoke about that yeah. a while back, that causes one of the causes for glandular fever and chronic fatigue. Um, it has a particular affinity for affecting the thyroid function. Um, heavy metals, things like cadmium. So a lot of smokers end up with an underactive thyroid down the track because of the um, effects of cadmium in uh, damaging the thyroid. Uh, long-term stress. You know, we talked before about the connection between the adrenals and, and the thyroid. Um, and then things like um, even even simple things. You know, I've talked a lot on this program over the years about carbohydrates and excess sugar. Um, and excess carbohydrates actually have an effect on turning down the thyroid function. So interestingly, when people are um, starving hungry, they'll often crave carbohydrates, but in having the cra- carbohydrate, it actually slows their metabolism down. Oh. So, yeah, lots of reasons why I think this is happening. And then, you know, things like... Um, um, yeah, pollution generally. The thyroid seems to be a really sensitive gland to heavy metal toxicity and pollution. What are some of the health indicators that you get if you are having symptoms of a problem with your thyroid? Uh, well, they can be quite varied, and um, and there's variations. Like with with so with thyroid, like to be diagnosed as having one of the challenges. If we start with this, one of the challenges of being diagnosed with thyroid is having an underactive thyroid. Is that one of the first Um, levels that's tested is called your TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. Now the problem with testing just your TSH is the range recommended is 0.4 to either 3.5 or or 4.5. So you can be anywhere within that range and the doctor might say, no, look, you're fine. We don't need to go further and actually test your thyroid hormones. But from a naturopathic point of view, I believe that like 0.5 to 1.5 is ideal and that anything above two indicates someone's heading down the path of what I would call a subclinical low thyroid picture. But um, So there's a, a, a big group of, of often ladies, they seem to be more prone, but also men we're finding, that are outside of that, are higher than two for a TSH, but they're still not getting any help or support. So, And then you've got the people that their thyroid has totally packed it in. So one of the... Um, big issues or one of the big signs for having an underactive thyroid is fatigue um particularly you know feeling like you don't have enough exercise mm. energy to exercise lack of strength you know when people say oh i used to be so strong i could you know open jars and you know 
do whatever people yeah, do when yeah. they're trying to be strong. But yeah. it's sort of when you feel like you've got like you've lost your strength, can't open jars, can't lift cup like lift heavy yeah. pots and pans, yeah. um, and not enough energy to exercise. Or people that exercise and then they're really quite exhausted after. You know, like a lot of people say, oh, "I exercise and then I feel great." Yes. So one of the signs of an underactive thyroid can be that you exercise and you've got to go home and have a lay down after. Um, heavy or a tired head, particularly in the afternoon, as well as things like brain fog. Um, one of my clients at work, her worst thyroid symptoms when her thyroid's under-functioning is that she can't think clearly. You know, her head just feels like it's full of yeah. cotton wool. So whenever we adjust um, or the doctor adjusts her thyroid medication or we add in some natural therapies as well, the first thing she noticed improve is that her head's a lot clearer. If you'd like to ask some questions about thyroid issues, you can call us now, 49216216. You will get through straight away and you'll be able to talk to Peter. Can there be difficulties in the other area with an overactive thyroid? Is that possible or there's no such thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's totally the opposite. We might... Um, yeah, so overactive thyroid is, is again, a different set of causes. Mm. And one of, the, oh, so one of the big causes for an underactive thyroid I didn't mention was autoimmune conditions autoimmune disease and an underactive autoimmune thyroid is called Hashimoto's disease um, the reverse of that is what's called Graves disease which is where it's an autoimmune condition but instead of the thyroid packing it in the thyroid actually over revs okay so we might talk about that because it, it's a totally different set of symptoms altogether Okay, now we're taking your calls on 49216216. If you'd like to talk to us about thyroid and thyroid issues today, Peter Mullen is here. Hello, who's calling? Hello, my name is Carl, and uh, I'd like to talk to Peter because I uh, have been diagnosed that I have a overactive thyroid, and I'm um, uh, just wondering if there's any naturopathic uh, remedies I can take rather than... Um, uh, blocking type medication that um, has been prescribed. Yep, yep. Look, there's there's definitely overactive thyroid. There's definitely um, quite a few things that you can do. Um, often the doctors will prescribe, uh, and you do have to. The the bottom line is whatever you do, you do have to see an improvement in your symptoms, because an overactive thyroid could go on to cause all sorts of um, issues. Um, we use um, herbs a lot in regards to trying to bring down an overactive thyroid. Um, and also good, dietary. Good because um, I also have a, a reaction to sulfites in many of the uh, foods that have that preservative, and uh, uh, and I've lost a fair bit of weight. So uh, I'm thinking I should be uh, looking at natural remedies. Yeah, look, look, I I would definitely overactive thyroid is quite complex. Like, there's not just like the one thing that I recommend to take to try and um, treat that. I would definitely consider going and seeing a naturopath. Um, we would work more along the lines of treating your gut, helping to calm down the autoimmune response. Um, certain herbs, uh, like withania and other herbs, can really help to calm down that excessive thyroid. And um, what you can do is, because you can sort of monitor coming off your, your um, blocking drugs as you increase your natural therapies, you get a good idea how you're going. All right, there you go, Carl. Hopefully there's some help there for you. From uh, Bolton Point, hello, Debbie. Hi. Hello, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning. Or good afternoon, rather. Oh, it is too. It slips away, doesn't it? It does. How can I help? Um, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's about 12 years ago. Yep. And I've been on Thyroxin. But honestly, I cannot see how that's helping me. All that's helping me is chlorophyll from the chemist. 
Yes. And taking Barocca because I could be just sitting watching the TV and just waves of exhaustion would come over me and I just, it's nearly lights out for me. Wow. I'm hoping for an alternative. Now, I'm really sensitive to salicylates and sulfites and things like that and I don't have a spleen so I'm a little bit behind the eight ball so I'd really like some help <laughs> if you could give it to me. <laughs> you, unfortunately, you are behind the eight ball. Um, just regarding the salicylates and the sulfites, it's not a, not an uncommon thing that that I would hear where people say that you know they're they're being diagnosed as underactive thyroid or Hashimoto's, and they're told by their um, GP or specialist that once you start on this um, new medication, this thyroid hormone replacement, you'll be a new be a new woman. So many of my, of my patients have found that that's just not the case. And what I often find the fact that you're feeling better for the chlorophyll and the Barocca suggests that you may well have other issues that, you know, your adrenals or your stress coping system has probably been under stress for this same period of time. It has, definitely, yes. And that that's why you're feeling the pickup when you have the Barocca um, and the chlorophyll maybe, but definitely the Barocca. The sensitivity to salicylates and sulfates tell me that, like, you've definitely got some digestive sensitivities, um, maybe some leaky gut, maybe some liver stress. So I, I sort of, what I, what, I, what I always say to patients when they come in is that, you know, our goal initially is just to try and clear the picture up, try and work out what's Hashimoto's related, but what's also related to these other um, coexisting sorts of conditions. So I would, I would definitely suggest going and seeing a naturopath and definitely talking to them about your adrenals and digestive health, getting some help there, and then you might find that the Hashimoto symptoms are much more manageable as well. And we've got Colleen joining us now from Cessnock. Yes, you have. Good afternoon, Colleen. Seems I'm like a, a broken record that I'm. My problems are the same. The same as Debbie's. Yes, autoimmune problem. Yes. Um, I refuse to take the tablets because I don't want to lose my hair. The and that's the thyroid hormone replacement. Yes. Okay. Look, uh, uh, who told you that you would lose hair if you took your thyroid hormone replacement? I, I can prove it. Okay. Okay. Well, look, you know, you know what might be beneficial using, for you. I've stopped u- using the tablets. Yep. And my hair stopped falling out. Okay. Well, look, an alternative for you. It's really, really important that you don't not treat underactive thyroid because it can go on to cause all sorts of other issues with your health. However, what you might um, look into is getting some um, um, what's called desiccated thyroid extract, which is a a more natural thyroid extract that can be prescribed by your GP or um, we can help you get organised with who to speak to about that. But it's a more natural form of thyroid hormone and I'm sure you wouldn't get the side effects of the hair loss. Well, I don't want to lose that. I have a... I thought... I made a vow. If I got over cancer the second time... Yes. ...grow my hair... Yes, okay, I can understand that. You've, 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 you've struggled mightily to get where you are, but um, if you, you need some extra help about this thyroid issue, and but I definitely recommend that you do have to have some thyroid support. Um, you might like to give the office a call and I can point you in the right direction. Now, Peter, let's talk about that just for a moment because you've got the physicality of the ailment, the ailment. Yes. But what about this uh, mental issues behind it too? You know, the concerns of, you know, like we just heard there, well, I don't want to lose my hair which is a side effect of taking the it's not a it's not a common side effect that i've come across like um 
I'd be interested to hear from more listeners about that. But generally, um, what I find for a lot of patients that take the thyroid hormone replacement, they just don't get the improvements they thought they were going to get. But I haven't actually come across hair loss. But obviously, for choline, it, it does react in that way. Um, is there any other side effects that we've heard of or that we know of or are look, aware of? From this? Look, it, it's not that I've come across exactly like if the dosage is not correctly prescribed, if they're prescri over-prescribed, you can get symptoms like Carl was talking about of an overactive thyroid which is racing heart and hot flushes and weight gain, but usually that can be adjusted by bringing the medication back. But um, there's definitely some good alternatives to just the standard thyroid hormone, as I was saying to um, Colleen, and also something like that would be beneficial for Debbie as well. Now, Peter, can alternative medicine work in closely with mainstream medicine? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that um, um, I always say to my practitioners and patients as well. Like we don't, we, I always think, you know, health is really making the best of both worlds. Mm. You know, it's not one side versus the the other you know and, and my goal for my patients is for them to get to 95 still with their marbles and mobility yeah. whatever it takes yeah. so um yeah no anything like in the case of carl he he may already be on medication to try and slow his thyroid down we would work with the gp as that was coming down to maybe increase um, a very specific herb mix that i have for overactive thyroid to actually try and make sure that we gently adjust his body not drastically stop and throw him into a, a crisis so tell us about your uh meeting tonight you got a forum being held tonight in a different location apparently to what we've uh, yeah last well this thyroid sort of underactive thyroid particularly is one of the things we talk about in the talk that we have on tonight um and the talks on weight loss so we had a talk last week and we i think we had about 70 people come so that was a fantastic turnout Tonight we were going to we're having the same talk tonight. It's a free talk, and anyone can ring up our office or get tickets from Sticky Tickets. Um, it used, was going to be at the um, Healthful Pantry premises in Metcalf Street, Warners Bay, but due to electrical problems, we're moving now to the Lakelands Community Centre. So the talk will be on at the same time, seven o'clock, Lakelands Community Hall, and it's on one thirty-five. Ambleside Circuit at Lakelands but if anyone's confused if they've already got tickets and they want that clarified if they ring our office the girls will be able to help with them with that now Peter we've heard from a couple of people today and we love your feedback on 49216216 Debbie and Carl have mentioned it what about at something like your forum tonight is this an opportunity for people to come along and as they're airing their concerns and their questions here on the radio they can do that tonight um, yeah actually we do have um, like Thoreau is one of the things we talk about at our weight loss talk tonight we actually do have a dedicated thyroid talk coming up. And so for those listeners today that have thyroid issues, um, it's Tuesday the 23rd of February, and um, that will be in our offices in Murray Street. Um, we'll be having a talk just on thyroid issues. So that's Some of the next things we're week. talking. The 23rd, is that next week? It's 16th today. That's the next week yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're on the we'll board. We'll do the math on that. We could that. have underactive thyroids ourselves. No, don't say that. <laughs> and we've got Sharon who's been waiting patiently. Hello, Sharon, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Tell us about your issues with uh, what's going on with thyroid. Uh, well, I was diagnosed with overactive thyroid about five or six years ago um, and Graves' disease. Um, and I had two doses of the radioactive iodine drink yep. um, and I've been put on thyroxine. Um, I was just wondering, is there an alternative to taking a synthetic medication and that can replace by a natural medication? Look, there, there is. It's a really good question. 
there is a um, a, a thyroid hormone that you can take that's um, it's called a desiccated desiccated thyroid extract, and that um, it's derived from um, pigs. Um, but it, the idea is that it contains there's a whole range of thyroid hormones, so it doesn't just contain T3 and T4. Um, and you can get that um, made up. It still has to be prescribed by a GP, and then it's made up specifically. But I've had patients that find that that type of thyroid hormone really does seem to suit them better. Oh, okay. It just takes a while to sort out the dosage. But there's nothing, because your thyroid is, like the thyroid is so essential, there's nothing natural you can take that's going to give life to your thyroid to produce thyroid hormones. Does that make sense? So when you've had the radioactive iodine, your only choices really are the synthetic thyroid hormone or to look into this um, um, desiccated thyroid extract. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. if, you've got, if you've got any questions you want to know more, if you give our office a call and leave your number, I can give you a call back and tell you what, a bit more about where, what I know about it and where you can get it from. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that, Sharon, and for your input today on 49216216. As we continue on with thyroid, what else can you add? Uh, well, I've still got a few more symptoms, but the main thing, I guess, is um, um, we will have that dedicated thyroid talk coming up. On our website, we've got some great blogs at the moment on on weight loss mm-hmm. that, that goes over a lot of the topics that I talk about in a weight loss talk and thyroid. But for anyone interested to um, know more about us, coming along to our, one of our talks is a great introduction. You know, we all have question. We always yes. have question time, and I always make a point at the beginning of any talks we do is to ask everybody what they've come for and so that we make sure that everyone that comes to the talks, if you've got a burning question, even if it's not related to the topic, we'll try and get to it on the night as well. So it's another way of um, you know, getting to know us. But, but and, and if you really want to know more about what's on at the talks and what it's about, it's a simple phone call to Mullen Health. That's right. They can ring the office any time, and the girls are great there. They'll go over what the talks are about and what we've yeah. got. And also on our website, we've got a list of the free talks coming up. Yeah, and they'd even uh, take down your name. Like if you say, hey, listen, uh, my name's Chris, blah, 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 uh, your details. And then they'd look forward to looking out for you when you do arrive if you decide to come yeah. to one of the forums. Yeah, yeah that'd be right. I'll say it was lovely to talk to you on the phone. We had a good talk today. Here you are, and introduce you around to the rest of those that come along to yeah, the talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, more that we can talk about here. We've gone through some of the signs. Any other important signs that we should be looking for when it comes to an underactive thyroid? Uh, yeah, probably probably two things, like the weight gain, you know, obviously with yeah. underactive thyroid, and it's weight gain, particularly when people put it on around their back, you know, in their rib cage. Mm-hmm. Um, dry skin and hair, and, and hair loss as well. Like, and, So that was interesting with um, Colleen that she's actually noticing that from the thyroid hormone. An unusual one is sensitivity to the cold feeling the cold more than others um, or, you know, people saying that I feel the cold now where, the, where I never used to. Yeah. Um, and one of the tests we do that actually gives us a bit of an idea is what we call a, a basal temperature where someone will test their temperature first thing in the morning for 10 days straight and if that temperature comes back consistently at 36.5 or below, then that's suggestive of low thyroid function as well or definitely a low metabolism. So definitely thyroid's all about metabolism energy, vitality, clear-headedness, heart health, muscle maintenance. So it's a really important thing to get right. Okay, that is good. That's very good. And for those who have some uh, some concerns about weight loss or, or they'd like to get involved in weight loss, which is something we've also spoken around the last couple of weeks, that is what you're talking about tonight. That's right. Tonight, and again, it's at Lakelands Community Hall, not at the Healthful Pantry um, site where we were going to be before. Okay, and we've had a, a couple of great calls about that too when we spoke about weight loss, so that should be an interesting one tonight. Uh, next week's topics are beauty. It's along these lines also, which will be great timing for next week's talk. Yep, next week we'll be talking more about thyroid as well. 
Okay, so uh, probably the best news, one of the strongest things that I think we've come out of this today is that, yes, there is hope there in alternative medicine. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm concerned about this, I'm not getting anywhere with thyroid, you can follow a path with uh, alternative medicine Absolutely. working in strongly there too. Working in strongly together and in some cases, you know, an overactive thyroid hoping to even get off medication in some cases. Um, so, yeah, some, some great results. Thyroid is an area where herbal medicine particularly works phenomenally well. Peter, tell us, do you have a blog, something that you've written about what we've spoken about today yeah, that I we can view? There are. There's quite a few blogs on our website about thyroid health. So mm -hmm. if anyone wants more information, they're welcome to get on there and they can download those. That's at the website mullenhealth.com.au. That's right. All the details are there. Okay, uh, we've done really well today. That was great to have a few calls in there. We thank Carl, Debbie and Sharon for their input. That was, that was great. It was great to have such interest. And we'll look forward to following it up again next week. You have a great night tonight. Thanks, Dave. We'll see you then. There you go. Great to have it here today, talking health and well-being with our naturopath, Peter Mullen. And we do it after the midday news again next week at 2 in URFM.